1,500 athletes accepted into the meet and nearly a total of 4,000 scheduled swims across six days of competition. To me, Dan, what this says, the big competitions are back. Welcome to the Propulsion Swimming Podcast, where we aim to give swimming the coverage and publicity it deserves. Every week, we celebrate the sport we love with amazing special guests and topics from around the swimming pool. And now, here are your hosts, Scott and Dan. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Propulsion Swimming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott, and back with me yet again is my good friend, Dan. And on this week's show, it is that time of year. We are previewing the British champs. Dan, there's lots to talk about. I'm excited that the biggest domestic meet of the year is here. Yeah, and there's a lot on the line, isn't there? With the fact that we've got three major meets this summer and it all comes down to next week, isn't it? Next week. So it's going to be super exciting. Lots of swimmers to watch out for, both on the men's and the women's side and a lot of, a lot of youngsters too, which is, I'm really excited. Yeah, I know. Um, you'd think almost straight after an Olympic year that, oh, same team. No, there's, there's so. lots of lots of young names to look out for. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do on this week's podcast is we are going to essentially give you guys the selection criteria. There's a fair few swimmers who are pre-selected for world champs, for Commonwealth Games. We will preview swimmers to look out for, the big names and a few younger names. And we are also going to give you guys the the events that we are most looking forward to because they're yeah. i think we've got a list of like five or six that we're just we can't pick the top five let alone the top two um, <laughs> yeah. we're yeah. really looking forward to them so dan before we get into things what i am going to say is this summer is going to be an incredibly busy summer for the propulsion swimming podcast we're going to have loads more elite guests on for the commonwealth games for the world champs so if you haven't subscribed already to this podcast and left us a review it will be really helpful if you could do that on apple Podcasts or spotify because that will essentially push this podcast up in the search rankings and hopefully give a little bit more attention to british swimming which is the whole aim of propulsion swimming essentially isn't it Dan? Uh, you're absolutely right everything you just said is absolutely perfect i'm just going to echo exactly what you just said it's the reason why we started it um and i'm actually having some people come to me at where i work and saying oh you you do propulsion swimming and so you know word is slowly spreading and it's great you know it is a little bit surreal yeah um so it's brilliant and it's again it's just trying to get the the sports that we love bigger with greater exposure and the swimmers as well because they they deserve it so if you haven't subscribed or reviewed yet, please do so on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Like I said, it will really help this podcast out. So Dan, let's get into it then. Let's start yeah. off with, I think it's a little statement in the release, which which makes me super excited about British yeah. Champs. Go on. 1,500 athletes accepted into the meet and nearly a total of 4,000 scheduled swims across six days of competition. To me, Dan, what this says, the big competitions are back. Yeah, are oh, so exciting, especially when it's at Punch Forge as well, which, you know, mm. that all the audience, the crowd can be in there cheering for their summers or their club or whatever it is. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be back. You've got the people on the announcing table, commentating, etc. It's going to be incredible. Um, and it's been a long time coming. How many years has it been? Like It's been the longest two years, really, <laughs> hasn't like forever. it? <laughs> it does feel like forever. So actually, it looks like we've come out of the dark tunnel now and you can kind of see the light. And uh, yes, it's fantastic. 1,500 athletes. That's incredible. That's a big, big number. 
yeah, hopefully it's a packed crowd as well watching mm. because the empty spectator stance has been probably the hardest part of the last it has, two years. It has, yeah. So, like I said before, this meet will act as a qualifying meet for the international competitions, including world champs in the summer. But there are a fair few swimmers who have earned pre-selection thanks to the well success of yeah. Tokyo, shall we say. So for any swimmer who finished in the top six at the Tokyo Olympics, they were rewarded with a guaranteed place on Team GB this summer for European champs and world champs. And yeah. those names include Tom Dean, Adam Peaty, Duncan Scott, Ben Proud, Dan Jervis, Luke Greenbank, James Wilby, Max Litchfield, Kathleen Dawson, Molly Renshaw, Abby Woods, and the addition of Anna Hopkin and Matt Richards from the two incredibly successful relay teams they were a part of. Mm -hmm. That's an exciting list to start with, Dan. Yeah, it's almost like half the team, isn't it, really? <laughs> that, just shows, that just shows how incredibly well we did at Tokyo um, back last year, which is just insane. So, you know, I keep, this is the best that British Swimming has ever been. And to knock through into this team is going to take one hell of a swim next week. And I tell you what, there's some swimmers that I think could do it. I'm really excited, but the, the challenge still remains that you're going to go through it now, but you've got to get in the top two and you've got to get the QT time, which is very tough this year. Yeah, essentially, just like the Olympic Games, the FINA A time is not the boundary to qualify. Mm. It is British Swimming's own time. Essentially, I think they work it out to be they want you to be a finalist at the major meet. So you've yeah. got to hit this time. Um, and then you will make the team, providing there are spots remaining in the events after the pre-selected swimmers. Yes, yeah. Um, and then, like the Olympics, there are wildcard places up for grabs for anyone who has missed the team at the discretion, again, of the coaches, like, just like Tokyo. It's a little bit repetitive. Yeah, um, yeah. We took a very big squad to Europeans last year. I kind of expect them to do the same for that. Whether they do the same for world champs, I'm not so sure on that one. That one might be a bit of a smaller team. But they have now recently moved it to Budapest, haven't they? So... Who knows? Who knows? It is a very short plane ride. And um, I like the fact that what they did last time for the last Europeans, they did take a lot of youngsters. Some of them mm. have only just done European juniors um, and they took them up to the seniors. Tamron Van Selm just springs to mind. Um, just, yeah, I mean, it, it's a good opportunity for these summers and they should really give it their best shot next week. Definitely. Um, do we need to go through the top names to watch? Are there any of them right now that are firing on all cylinders that you're really excited? Essentially, almost the pre-selected swimmers. Yeah, well, I mean, let's start with Abby Wood. I think she actually swam really well at Edinburgh. Um, that 200 IM time of, I believe it's 2.10, that's that's good going right now. At this, at this stage of the season, that's very good going. Uh, there is a number of swimmers. I mean, Freya also did very well at Edinburgh. Mm. I think if I yeah, remember really right, good. she did. She kind of almost clean sweeps the freestyle almost. I think yep. she got three three gold. So yeah, she's looking very good at the moment. Um, Time-wise, not like spectacular, but... Um, it's she's, not the time she's of doing, year for times, is it's it? It's not, is it? So it looks like the processes are looking pretty good. Um, and then just the other ones like Kathleen, Molly and, and Anna, they're all looking pretty solid as well. So that's the women's side. I know what you think about the men's side. Yeah, so for anyone who has listened to this podcast before, they will know I'm a, I'm a big sprinting fan. I always kind of want to bring a little bit more attention to the sprinters and Ben Proud to go a 21-7 in Edinburgh and set a meet record mm. is mighty impressive you shouldn't really be swimming that fast as a sprinter in February March time but since last year's ISL he's looked in ridiculous form 
Yes, crazy because he he in his words was a disappointing Tokyo, wasn't it? To come fifth, wasn't it? Fourth, fourth um, fifth. Yeah, fourth, <laughs> outside the medals, he wanted a medal, obviously. Um, and for him to come back just shows the mental strength that he has. You know, absolutely incredible. Because you know, some people would have been absolutely devastated to to go to the Olympics. The dream is to win gold, obviously, and he had really a great chance of winning a medal, maybe even gold. But to be outside the podium, um, yeah, it takes a lot of strength to come back, and it's it's not taking him long to come back. To be honest with you, <laughs> it takes some people so, takes some people a lot of years to do that. But he's he's almost shrugged it off, and he's back and he's firing. So yeah, looking forward to him too. Yeah, the other usual suspects: Duncan Scott still setting meet records everywhere, still flying. Yeah. Um, Tom Dean actually got the upper hand on him in the two hundred freestyle. We we touch upon that event later, just to, as a tease. Yep. That is definitely <laughs> an, uh, an event we're looking forward to. Adam PT swimming as if he hasn't taken six months out of the pool. He's back setting, what was it, the third fastest time in the year so far? Something like that, um, yeah. He's looking really good. You got Luke Greenbank swimming really well in the 200 back. I think he won a 157 in Marseille a few weeks ago. That's yeah. that's not it's shabby. Decent. Yeah, it's decent. Very decent <laughs> um, indeed. James Wilby. Uh, Jimmy Guy, yeah, the usual suspects, they're all definitely names to look out for. But there are a few new swimmers to watch. I put mm. new in apostrophes because if you follow swimming in Britain quite closely, a fair few of them won't be new names to you because they've been there or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, I think actually one of them went to the Olympics, Dan, that you've written down. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, he only makes a list because he is so young that he might actually be new to some audience listening, you know. But mm. for us, he's been, you know, around for a year or two, hasn't he? So go on, let's start yeah. with the list. Go on. Go on then. So Jacob Whittle, essentially, yeah. he is still, I'm going to say 17 at this point. I, I <laughs> can't remember <laughs> but he, teenager let's say that he's definitely still a teenager and, still a uh, teenager just yeah. moved to the male marshal squad full-time yeah. uh, he won the 100 free up in the edinburgh international meet in a ridiculous field so like we said a few weeks ago with andy jameson he is incredibly exciting swimmer mm. to look out for our podcast guest last week cara hanlon i'm mm. really excited to see what she does in the 100 breaststroke. You've got Medi Harris in the 100 backstroke. She's the um, one I'm really looking forward to, Medi Harris. Really looking forward to because that buck swim was, that came out of nowhere. Nuts. I was No one was expecting that. And for her to go, I believe it was like 59 mid. And you just think, oh, hey, up, we've got a real competition for places on that women's 100 backstroke. But we're going to talk about events later. But just so excited <laughs> about her. I can't wait about her. Um, and for me, the name who is going to be the breakout swimmer this summer is Katie Shanahan. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with you. We've spoken, spoken about her for what seems like months and months and months back from European juniors. And then she went to European seniors. That was another name as well as Tamara Van Selm. She, she's looking very good. Isn't she? She does a multitude of events, the one and two batch at the 200 IM, the 400 IM. So I think, will she make the team though? That's, that's, that's what makes it exciting though, isn't it? Quite possibly. So, I don't know. What do you reckon? I go. I really hope so. <laughs> yeah. We look like egg on our face. <laughs> it does a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the thing. The backstroke field is so strong. Does she have a chance in the IM? Maybe. But you've got Abby in there. And then you've got Alicia Wilson in there. So, you've got to get oh, yeah. through. Yeah. You've got okay. to get through some real top-class swimmers. Um, one name I also want to watch out for is Lewis Burrows. He went an incredible time in a 100-meter freestyle up in Edinburgh. Um, 48 mid. I mean, just... 
that's Jacob Whistle sort of level. That's Matt Richards well, sort of level. That that would have won the final, but he didn't swim it. Um, yeah, yeah. Now I've yeah. never, I, I put my hands up. I've never heard of his name before, but we've done a little bit of digging and he swam at Hamilton Aquatics in Dubai. Uh, it comes under Winchester banner in this country and trains in South Carolina. So, I mean, he's been around the block and it seems to be paying dividends right now, but he is one to look out for to, to be selected, especially for the four by one men's relay team. We keep saying we're going to preview some events. So instead of just randomly picking names out of the air, <laughs> should, we, should we take a bit of a deep dive into the most exciting races of yes, British champs on. to come? Yeah, let's do it. Let's um, do it. I'm going to kick things off with the women's 100 meters breaststroke following on from our podcast last week. Okay. Um, we had two Olympians essentially in this, two very strong Olympians. We've got Molly Renshaw, Sarah Vasey. It's going to take a lot to knock them off their perch. Mm. However, Cara Hanlon set a Scottish record in February at yep. Bucks, yep. which is incredibly impressive to do at that time of the season. She went a 107. Yep. And then you've got Imogen Clark, who has recently moved back to DaVentio. And actually, she had a really, really impressive ISL for LA Current. There's four summers, and you've got to squeeze them into two spots. Um for me, Molly, I think Molly Molly's Renshaw, already qualified. Molly Renshaw is already qualified, correct? But I don't know if it's in a hundred. She's no, definitely qualified the for the two. So the hundred, which is the event we're talking about, is up for grabs. It really is. I would say Molly is the favourite to to do it with the British record that she has, and then it's a bit of a toss up for me between Cara and Sarah Vasey. And based on the Edinburgh meet, they're basically swimming the same time, so they're in the mm. same sort of you know bracket. Um, super exciting. It's all about the drama. I also about talk about the drama. It's going to be very exciting. I don't know who you you're favoring or leaning towards, but oh, I'm, going... I'm not even at this point on this preview podcast. I'm going to say outright, I'm not picking ones or twos. I'm just picking it's, excitement it's at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, essentially, yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to that head to head. Number two, then uh, the men's 200 meters freestyle. We all know the Olympic trials. This was essentially the biggest, the best, the fastest domestic race we have ever had in the UK. And all the swimmers are back. None of them have stopped. They are all swimming incredibly fast. And everyone will want to be a relay member for that four by two all summer long. All yes. summer long. So yep. you've got Duncan Scott, you've got Tom Dean, you've got Matt Richards, you've got Jimmy Guy, who are all already pre-selected thanks to their performances last summer at Tokyo. I'm, I'm, I'm not disputing that whatsoever. All of mm -hmm. them deserve to go. Then you get to throw in the two Litchfield brothers, Max and Joe, who are definitely very good 200 meters freestyler. Callum Jarvis, who yep. won a gold, essentially. As yep. part of his heat swim in Tokyo, he is not pre-selected. And then other names to look out for, Cameron Curl, who was the unluckiest man on earth because he got <laughs> an Olympic qualification time and didn't get picked on the team. The only swimmer to do so. So mm. there happens to be essentially eight swimmers we have named. And there are potentially more when you think Jacob Whittle could swim the 200 yeah. free if he wanted to. So just to make the final of this men's 200 meters freestyle is going to be fast. It's going to be one of those events. I'm not quite sure it's going to be fa as fast as Olympic trials mm. because there's not as much on the line, given that a fair few of these swimmers have already earned Commonwealth game spots. Well, it's just Olympic Ready cycle and... as well. That's so, you know, yeah. Olymp Olympics are still two years away, so they're not going to be as in peak condition as what they were last year. Yeah. Mm. Um, who are you looking out for in this one? 
Oh, blimey. All of them. <laughs> All of them. I think the good thing is that most of them will be selected for Commonwealth Games because, of course, you've got Welsh, Scottish and English as well. So most of them will be going to the Commonwealth Games. When it comes to the Worlds and uh, the Europeans, oh, it's tough, isn't it? I mean, the, the top four are selected already. So is there going to be a spot open for, I assume the individual spot is gone. But in terms of the relays, there might be just one spot for the for the heat swim like Callum did for, for Tokyo. So you've yep. got maybe Callum, Cameron and the two Litchfields battling out for that fifth spot. Other than that, it's pretty, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's going to be super exciting just to watch the biggest domestic race happen yet again you know twice in two years would be absolutely incredible um and just bodes well for the commonwealth games because these guys are just going to all meet in the final potentially with the addition of some aussies um just it's going to be awesome really good africans yeah 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 i mean for me actually this this might sound a little wild um i think cameron curl might upset the odds here i'm not saying he's going to win but top two top three because of the disappointment of last summer, I wouldn't put it past him to put it in no doubt at all. Take me as a backup for that relay. I mean, quite possibly. Max is going to go for the the 400 IM, isn't he? So, And we said during Tokyo, why don't you just put Max in on the one true. of the heat swims yeah, as well? He's already selected. Um, so essentially, so we've got a final here where five guys are already pre-selected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, oh that's, wow that's that's the depth of british swimming right now in that event and uh, i've always said that 203 maybe even 103 is a blue ribbon event and the fact that british swimming are in control of that event right now in the world i mean it's it's great it's so good to have it on home soil in ponds forge as well oh it's mm. going to be a great showing yet again yeah like you said the commonwealth games for this is going to be wild oh, it's gonna um be good. let's touch upon the other blue ribbon event then the 100 meters freestyle for the guys mm. This one, again, there's a fair few swimmers who are, are two of them who are already pre-selected, but not necessarily for this event. So yeah. you've got Matt Richards and Duncan Scott, who are both already pre-selected. Um, the names I'm re- really looking out for, Jacob Whittle and Lewis Burris. We both yeah. we mentioned them both in the preview. Essentially, mm. these are the two youngsters coming through. Jacob Whittle won the Edinburgh International Meet in what was a ridiculous field. That was... Yeah stacked beyond belief yeah um and a 17 year old to take lane four and to win it that says all you need to know about the guy and then you mentioned him before lewis burris to go a 48 point and to make the top six times of all time in 100 meters freestyle bodes some really really good depth for this event which i think was the only thing missing in tokyo yeah, that was the stat I was going to use. I think we got it from Paul Boy saying that five of our top six, I think it is, um, are current swimmers in the 100 meter freestyle. I think Simon Burnett from way back when uh, joins that top six. But you've got five of the, our best ever 100 meter freestylers swimming right now in this current era. And they're not exactly old, are they? They're all like teenagers with the exception of Duncan Scott, which is absolutely incredible. And Lewis Burroughs, I think he's in his early 20s. But it's awesome. I mean, the fact that Paris is in two years. Mm. These guys are just going to continue to develop, get stronger, get better in general. Um, I think we've got a relay to look forward to here in a four by one. Mm. When it comes to the individual, who knows? Jacob Whittle looks like just a a prodigy of freestyle sprinting at the moment. And, you know, Duncan Mm. Scott is uh, always trusting Duncan or what's that? What's the the thing we call it? In in Duncan, we trust. 
And of course, when it comes to Duncan, in Duncan we trust all the time. Uh, and then you've got Matt Richards, Lewis Burrows, and I've all, I want to add in there Ed Mildred as well, who's gone 48 mm. point. I mean, it's just, it's great. Just amazing depth right now. Has Ed Mildred gone 48 point? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, did you not know that? No. <laughs> that was behind Popovici. Because Popovici did oh, that insane right, time, you. it was kind of looked up, looked over, you know? Oh, but, wow. Yeah. yeah, Ed Mildred is one to look out for too. Yeah, to me, actually... I hate to say this, Duncan Scott could miss the podium in the 100 meters freestyle <laughs> based on how busy a meet he's going to have and based on these youngsters that we've just mentioned, Jacob, Matt, Lewis. Mm. Uh, those are the three my eyes are firmly on and then essentially yeah. Duncan just save yourself and you're on the relay team no matter what. I don't think he swims the 100 free individual. Um, I can see him probably doing the heats and swimming a real quick time, let's say 48-0 or something like that, but then um, not swimming the final. I can imagine him doing that and just yeah. posting a good enough time to say that's the time to beat, for example. Um, but I think you're right. His, his program is mental because I imagine he might even do the 400 time as well. I've got no idea. He's been swimming it recently, but hasn't he? He has been swimming it, swimming it well also as well. Mm. So, um yeah, one to look out for. But there's one event that I'm really looking forward to. And it's Go back on, final one. It's backstroke. It's the women's backstroke. I've spoken about it a little bit earlier with Casey Shanahan and Medi Harris. Of course, those two are to look out for. Um, but actually, the two Olympians I haven't even mentioned yet, Kathleen Dawson and Cassie Wilde. So um, really looking forward to this one. Kathleen Dawson is already pre-selected. Um, so you're mm. kind of gunning for just the one spot. Um, I kind of want to add in Lauren Cox's name as well, who went 61-5 at the recent end of Ramit, who's 21-22. So watch out for her. But you've got Cassie, Medi, Casey and Lauren all trying to shoot for that one spot. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait for that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I thought, what, 59 was is an incredible time, essentially. Mm. And the fact that we had Georgia Davis retire out of Wales and I was just like, oh, the depth is going to go. And then suddenly another Welsh swimmer comes along in Medi yeah. Harris. And I don't want to say it, but Cassie Wilde's spot in this hundred back that she went to is mm. kind of under threat here. Yes. Because yeah. for Medi Harris to go the time she went at Long, Course, at Long Course Bucks, yeah, I think it was a 59.3. It was a Welsh record, which is faster than Georgia yeah. Davis has ever gone. Yeah. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah, mind blowing to go that fast that early in the season as well. Yeah, it's mm. going to be super impressive. I, I'd see Cassie more as a two hundred meter backstroker because yes, of the technique exactly. that the stroke rate is slower and it's more smooth, and maybe the, she can't get the tempo going as as quickly as let's say Kathleen can, for example. Um, so I see her more as a two hundred backstroker, and that's really what she should be targeting. Um, but Medi Harris, she's just doing awesome at the moment. Um, just yeah if she can do what she did at bucks i mean she's she's going she's in the top mm. two that's that's yeah. what i think um but then you've got casey shanahan who again is the 100 backstroke is not her favorite event um but she's got a shot she can go 60 60.61 so you know oh, always got a shot to go low 59 to make this make this quite team. possibly quite possibly <laughs> yeah Gosh, it's, fast. Isn't it? it's really yeah. fast i i actually think you might find that no one doubles up in the backstroke this summer for British women. So by that, I mean, I think Kathleen and Medi will get the hundred and Cassie and Katie will get the two. Ooh. Is that your prediction? Is it? I'd hate to predict this one. <laughs> Literally have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Uh, I'm not going to write that down anywhere. Essentially, yeah. if someone wants to hold me to it on the podcast, then fine, but I'm not writing that on Twitter or anything like that. Yeah. 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 
But there's four events, really exciting. There's other events as well. I think the men's distance swimming is one to watch out for. Maybe not the, the best in the world, but, you know, it's going to be a good race to watch for, out for. So watch out and for that Jervis one too. is close to the best in the world. Oh, he's a top five. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I just don't know who challenges him at the moment. They're just like Toby Robinson, Dan Whiffin. They're all just a little bit off him at the moment. But you never mm. know when next week comes around. <laughs> you know, all it takes is one day, one one amazing swim, and suddenly you're on you're on the team. I know Daniel Absolutely. Whiffin is Irish, by the way. Um, but <laughs> just I'm just saying, just really quickly, yes, he's Irish. But in terms of he will race there. I in terms of yeah, in terms of entertainment and watching it, it'll be a good race. I would have thought. Absolutely. And of course, we are really looking forward to seeing all of the junior races as well. Mm. Um, they were sorely missed at the last British Champs, which essentially just became the elite of the elite. It's yeah. good to see a lot more swimmers competing. And there you go. That's kind of our very quick fire preview because we could take a deep dive into every event, but we don't want you sat here for like two hours listening yeah. to British swimming when you're going to be watching six days of swimming anyway. I think anyone yeah. who's listening to this preview podcast is going to be watching all of it. It's funny how we could actually sit here for two hours and digest every single event as well, couldn't we? But we don't want to keep people, get people bored. <laughs> or before, like before it started. Just before, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm fed up of swimming. So yeah, um, <laughs> there's, there's the top four events. Let us know how, what you're looking forward to because yeah, I think those are the top four. There might be others, but let us know. Yeah, definitely. For British Champs, Propulsion Swimming will be doing as much live tweeting as we can on as possible over on Twitter. If you haven't followed us there, that's the, that's the place to join in the conversation, essentially. Mm -hmm. And after British Champs, we will then review hopefully a few team selections if they're announced. If not, we will just pick out our favorite swims of the meet once it's done as well. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll do a review of it. Absolutely. But a bit like this, and we'll just say who did what and who made the team. Hopefully, like you say, that the teams will be announced because they were quite quick in announcing for Tokyo, weren't they? So uh, hopefully it's the same this time around. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Mm, um, yeah. Right, guys, I am off on honeymoon for the next <laughs> week or so, but I will I'll be following closely along and Dan will be keeping you in safe hands throughout British Champs. But until then, we will see you in seven days' time. Yes, thank you for listening, everyone. Enjoy your honeymoon, Scott, and we'll catch you on the next one. You've been listening to the Propulsion Swimming Podcast with Scott and Dan. We want to thank you for joining us and invite you to subscribe to the show as well as checking out the Propulsion Swimming YouTube channel for weekly tutorials and videos to get your swimming fix. We will be back next week. Until then, we'll catch you on the next one.